0: the swearwolves i'm brett i'm david david hey brett how are you i'm good man how are you i'm doing well david you just got back yeah from well many many trips well two specifically (laughs) kind of three because while you were on a trip you went on another excursion but anyway one of those places was monsterpalooza in california yeah specifically pasadena right beautiful pasadena california how was that trip?
1: That trip was awesome. Uh, it was fun, but definitely not without its, its challenges. <laughs> so uh, I had told you this, uh, but I don't think anybody who listens to the podcast really knows about this. But uh, I started feeling a little funny a couple of days before the show. I was like, oh, God, I think mm-hmm. I might be getting sick. And it started with just like that little tickle. In the throat and a little bit of a cough and kind of that scratchy throat in the morning. It's the and was worst. Like, no, no. So you just
0: like OD on like vitamin C dude, and for days. Airborne. I was just
1: taking airborne like candy. I was uh, <laughs> the Halls cough drops. I was eating like a bag of those a day. Uh, mm-hmm. I was taking NyQuil, DayQuil uh zyrtec nasal spray like (laughs) just trying to throw everything at it you know and i obviously i didn't want to uh spread anything either so it's like uh, i'm either not gonna go or hopefully i'll get better so I went to urgent care like a couple of days before I was supposed to go to the show just to make sure like, and they tested like, make I sure it
0: wasn't COVID or anything like I that. I didn't
1: have COVID. Uh, I had a sinus infection basically is what it was. So they gave me some antibiotics, but the, the you know, the doctor was like, it's going to probably be a few days before you're feeling okay. But, mm-hmm. uh, at least, you, you know, you won't be contagious. You'll just look and sound terrible. So I was yeah. like, well, and you'll feel terrible. <laughs> so at the show, I, I posted a video of it, I think on our Twitter, um, I started losing my voice, and by the yeah. end of the show, like my voice was pretty ragged. And that video that I posted was just scratching the surface. Like by within like f- forty eight hours or so of that video, my voice was gone. Like gone, where it was just like a whisper voice. <laughs> and I my voice was gone for an entire week. Like I didn't get my I lost my voice. I think on like Saturday of the show, and I didn't get it back until the following Saturday. Like I was actually in Europe when my voice returned.
0: So you were in Europe for nearly a week, and you were like <laughs> at least for not a few talking. days, where
1: I couldn't really talk much. Wow! Yeah, it was nuts. Well, I've, we'll get
0: to the Europe. We'll get to the Europe trip here real quick, but that I'm glad you. That's as sick as you were. Like I've never lost my voice. I've only I've lost had, it a
1: few times my whole life, and never for this long. Like each time it's happened, it's been for like a day, day and a half, and then it comes back.
0: Yeah, the closest I came to was I think when I was in high school. I went to a party one night, and I was probably. Up late, yeah, and your voice is just kind of ragged. And then the next morning, I woke up and I was like this. I'm talking like me, Danny you know, Glover. It's fine, yeah. So, Monster Palooza, who all did you go out there for? Who'd so you some st- uh,
1: some people for me and some people for you. So. uh mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something funny that show, if, uh, for listeners who are familiar with Monster Palooza, the line like wraps around the, the Pasadena Convention Center, and there's a little yep. Starbucks on the corner. It does not matter what time I show up, I always end up in the exact same spot. And it's the same spot I've stood with you several times. It's just past the Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks. around the corner. Like I can get there four hours early or one hour early. It doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> in both days of Monster Palooza, that is where I stood. Um, yeah. But once we got in, uh, I hit up Ken Kurzinger first. Because uh, I wanted to get him. I have an original Freddy versus Jason poster. Uh, and then I also have the Freddy versus Jason score on vinyl, which actually, that cover's awesome. It's a, kind of like an old-school boxing match sort of uh Yeah,
0: yeah it's poster. profiles of both of them, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So I, I got him first. That dude is huge.
0: He's the tallest Jason, I believe.
1: Yeah, he's 6'5", and yeah. he looked even bigger than that to me. Uh, maybe I'm <laughs> shrinking. I don't know. But like I was standing next to him, and he just
2: loomed
0: over me. I have I have a, a cardboard standee of Jason Voorhees. Yeah, and uh, that I got from uh, from uh, Amanda. She comes out to the. Oh Mad yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking shows. about. Yeah, um, I bought it from her a couple of years back, but I have that, and that's from Freddy vs. Jason. I need to get the Freddy because there's a Freddy one also because I think it came from like when it was either on VHS or or in the theaters. Those standees.
1: Oh, that's um, awesome! Yeah, you need to get so. those and then take them to a yeah. show. And yeah. if you fly, yeah. put, put him in your in the overhead compartment be like, you stay here, Mr.
0: Kruger. Uh, Ken Kurzinger is not going to be around here anytime soon. I did just see that Warrington Gillette and CJ Graham are going to be at a show that I'm going oh, to, cool. but I've met both of them. Nice. And, and oddly, I haven't met Ken Kurzinger, but I have, his, well, it's not odd. I do have his autograph on my
1: Same. mask. Same. Yeah, I have him on my mask too, but this was the first time I actually met him.
0: Yeah. Uh, he was very oh, nice. cool.
1: Yeah, he was super cool. Uh, and awesome. then after that, I went over and I met uh, Miguel Nunez. Uh, he was kind of funny. So he was kind of tucked
0: in like a corner mm-hmm. and he did not have anyone at his table. Like nobody. Which is, which is fucking sad because Miguel Nunez has been uh, in Friday the 13th, part five. Yeah,
1: Return of the Living Dead.
0: And Return of the Living Dead. And those Couple are the things you want him in. But <laughs> those two films right there, I his characters in both of those films are awesome. great. Awesome. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a highlight of both of those movies. Uh, and he was Definitely. pretty funny. So when I walked up, he was, like I said, there was nobody at his table. So he was just sitting there, and he was kind of, um, oh, I can't remember who it was. There was another celebrity that had a really long line that was like kind of going past his line. So he was having fun with people that were in that line. And he was mm-hmm. almost being like a carnival barker. He was like, hey, come on, step on up. Who wants to meet me? I've been in lots of movies. You recognize me? Come on up. I'm not doing anything. I'm here all day. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked up and he's like, hey, look, this guy wants to give me money. This guy wants to meet me. Uh, so I, I talked to him. He was just like a lot of personality, really, really funny. And then I had him sign both of our Friday the 13th Part 5 posters. And I, he's like, do you want like a particular quote? And I was like, can you do uh, it's them damn enchiladas? And he was like, hell yeah, I can. And then he like, while I was writing, he's like,
0: it's them damn enchiladas.
1: He, got, he said it a few times. It was awesome. Uh, and I got a photo with him, but he was, uh, he was very funny.
0: It looks the same. Oh, he yeah. looks exactly the same. That movie came out in, what, 1985?
1: Yeah. He hasn't aged. And he's aged he very well. An age. Yeah. And I looked it up. I think he's like the same age as my mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got to be in his 60s. Yeah.
1: Mom, you look very young. Uh, Miguel Nunez, you look younger. <laughs> uh, and I think after that, I went and I got some Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 people for you. So, Thank you. And there were a couple that I needed as well, because I have an original... Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 video store poster. The one's like, I've shown it to you before. It's like six feet long. It's huge.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that already have Robert Englund on, but I, I think, I don't i don't believe I had anybody else. Uh, so I had to get a couple of them again. Uh, so one of them was Lisa Wilcox, because she's in four and five.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and she signed your poster and she signed mine. And I was a little scared because before we left, la- or before I left, I would reached out to you like, hey, do you have a, a pen preference or whatever? And you're like, ah, black. And I was like, all right. And she immediately, she asked like, can I write in red? And I was like,
3: oh, uh, yes.
1: And then as soon as she said, I was like, why did you say yes? You should have said no. Well,
0: that's, what, that's what I get because uh, you were like on your uh, Friday the 13th part six poster. You were like, oh, uh, have him sign in uh, black when I met. Uh,
1: oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The director. Tom McLaughlin, right,
0: and then he immediately started signing in red, and I was like, "Oh
1: <laughs> I kind of figured it's like it's happened a couple times, and I think there was a poster like David Arquette on one. I was like, "I have him signed in silver," and he's like, "I'm gonna sign in yellow." And you're "Yes, sir, Mr. Arquette." <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that looks badass. It does. The yellow on that screen uh, on the all poster cast looks-
1: poster looks really cool. It's not as cool yes. on the teaser poster, but it's, it looks it's fine.
2: We're good. It looks
0: cool on both. <laughs>
1: uh but anyway she signed it and it actually looks really really good and she was super nice I chatted with her for a few minutes i got a photo with her and then she signed my part five poster and she said the same thing that robert england said uh which was like i've never seen this poster before this is super cool and she asked me yeah. to like fold it all the way out so she could look at it and then um this flash forward real quick uh later i met dan hassel who played dan uh in four yeah. and five he said the same thing he saw he was like holy shit i i signed a lot of stuff i have never seen one of these this is super cool
0: with that part five poster, it's um, is that from? Is that a European poster? Like an? Uh, I
1: think it's a video store bridge? poster.
0: Oh, is it a video yeah. store poster? it's long.
1: It's yeah, it's like six feet long and maybe like a foot tall. Like it's very long and rectangular, like a banner almost.
0: Yeah. So despite that movie not being that good, that poster looks cool. And it's I've like cool actually always liked the one. I like the one sheet also, but eh, whatever. The interesting thing is, is if you get enough signatures on it, it's like it sucks. Because like you gotta, you gotta find a way to display it exactly, someday.
1: and it takes up so much real estate. So now it just sits folded in my portfolio. <laughs> but someday maybe I'll find a place for it.
0: Yeah, and you gotta like get a custom made frame for it. or yeah, something. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, but Dan Hassel, I had met him before. He signed my uh, Part Four poster way back, but um, he signed that and he signed your poster. He was very nice. You know, not he's a little more quiet, but a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think next was Brooke Thies. Um, who I met before, she is one of the nicest people. Um, and of this trip, she might have been the nicest. Just very talkative, very genuine. Um. Brooke
0: Thees was on this show called "Just the Ten yeah. of Us" and with Heather Langenkamp. D- with Heather Langenkamp, yeah, and uh, and another girl who was on that show was in Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Hmm. Uh, one oh. of the other sisters was in Part Two. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, Brooke Thees was on the show. She was like the blonde. Sister, yeah, and uh, there was four older sisters, and then there was a couple of younger siblings, and uh, uh, the the four older siblings were Heather Langenkamp, Brooke These and then and then the two other girls, and Brooke these was like the one that I was like, I had a crush on when I was like twelve years old or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of have a crush on her now. <laughs> she looks great. But, yeah, and you know, and it, she's also like I said, super sweet, which just makes her even more awesome, but, uh, she signed yours in black, but then she started grabbing other markers and I was like, what's going on here? And she started doodling on your poster. So she drew like little hearts and she drew like a little pink heart and a little green heart and a red heart.
0: Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it it was cool. Yeah. And I believe she calls me needle dick. Yep. So, uh, that's, that's always nice. Not (laughs) me specifically. That was a quote of hers from the movie. I think I got needle
1: dick on my poster too of her.
0: (laughs) I was like, David, what did you tell her? yeah you promised you wouldn't tail (laughs) why
1: yeah yeah i'm just looking at my poster behind me Yeah, mine says yo needle dick also yeah
0: that's a good that's a good quote to write
1: yeah and then i think i got brooke bundy on yours she was nice uh you know she's quiet she's a little older now we met her a couple times she's very sweet very
0: she's in part she's in part three yes three and four yep three and four
1: she was nice. And then um, her t-
0: daughter, her daughter is uh, oh yeah, Tiffany, Tiffany Helm, Holman, who was in Friday the 13th, part five. And she's going to be at a show I'm going to next month out here in uh, New Jersey, New yes. Jersey Horror Con. And uh, so I'll be getting the part five poster signed. Yeah,
1: I'll be sending uh, my poster to you along with yours so you can get her to sign <laughs> it. And then be like, say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> uh, I think that might have been it for part four. Toy,
0: toy New Kirk. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, I got her, and then she was also, you know, very nice. Uh, She signed your poster as well. She signed yours in, like, a silver mirror color, Mm. which, when she first signed it, looked amazing. Uh, When it dried No, it it, looks like No, when it dried it didn't look as nice, but when she first did it, I was like, holy fuck. Like, an entire poster with that marker would have looked really, really cool. Yeah. That's very reflective.
0: Uh, Yeah, so just staying on the on the nightmare on elm street four real quick so that poster now has all the major players on it still need to get robert england of course Mm -hmm. which you're going to meet him at monster mania so you said you'd get him to sign that poster for me but um then there's just like kind of three more
1: yeah oh and i got andres jones for you too
0: yes yeah so there's just three more though that uh I would need, and that's uh the two guys who were in part three, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Joey and uh, Ken Segos, Ken Segos. Um, and then, and then toy, or
1: you need um, Tuesday night,
0: Tuesday night. Yep. So those those people do shows on a regular basis. Yeah, they're all gettable, so I should be able to get those yeah. guys.
1: Yeah, but they're all cool. And then um, I think that might have been it for day one. And then the second day, uh, I only needed one person, and it's because he wasn't going to be there on Friday. Uh, so on Saturday, I got Dermot Mulroney from the new Scream, so from Scream 6. He's the detective. Yep. He's also from My Best Friend's Wedding. He's the best that friend.
0: That he is.
1: That he is. <laughs> um, oh, and I think I started to tell you this, and I was like, ah, I'll wait, because uh, Skeet Ulrich was also there, and he was at the very next table. And I told you like the day before, I was like, I'm not going to take, because you know, I've got him on a couple posters, but I was like, I'm not going to take my, my Scream 5 posters, yeah. um, just because his line's going to be ridiculous, and I'm not going to have an opportunity to meet him, so why bother? And you were like, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe you should just in case. And I was like, nah, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> well, damn it, Brett. When I first got in, um, I, I, I knew where uh, Dermot Mulroney was going to be, so I went over there, and the uh, table was right next to him, and his line was super short. Mm-hmm. I, I could have got him.
0: Got him on your six. You didn't get, you didn't bring your fives.
1: No. Yeah, I could have, but, <laughs> but at that point I was like only like maybe the third or fourth person in line for Dermot Mulroney. And I was like, well, if I jump over to skeet by the time I get through him, cause his line was longish, but not that but not, long, like maybe 50 people. It wouldn't have taken that long to get him. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, if I jump out now, I don't want to risk it. So and I was like, I don't have my five posters anyway, so I'll get him another time. But I I could have got him. Oh, well, maybe next time. <laughs>
0: It's funny it's funny because when he went to Mad Monster those couple of years ago where you had to go back up to the room and I was like like remember we were waiting in line to get in they let us everybody in and you're like I got to go back up to the room cuz you forgot something I don't remember I don't what it remember. was but I went in there before you Oh yeah and, yeah and I went right up to Skeet uh, Ulrich's line I was the second person in his line
1: <laughs> That's right Yeah cuz you by the time I got back down there you were already done
0: I was already done with him him and Matthew Lillard uh, because Matthew Lillard's line was right next. I waited for Jamie uh, Kennedy, who didn't have a long line either. Now you go to any of these conventions. It must have just been because we were VIP that year. And sometimes
1: it's the luck of the draw. Like Skeet's line was super long Friday night, so I figured it'd be the same thing on Saturday, and I'm sure it was. It just happened to be right when the show started. I think what happened is everybody goes in. Nobody knows where anybody is, so they're walking around trying to find people. Even yeah. though they've got a little map where you can you can see it, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I just happened to spot him right away, and I was like, oh, shit.
0: Oh, well, it's like that time we met Nev Campbell at Mad Monster. We were the second people. We were actually the first people on the line, but someone asked if they were, I don't know, there was some special circumstance where someone had to get ahead of us, so we were like, yeah, oh, no problem. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because we're not assholes.
1: Sometimes it just works out.
0: Yeah. Oh, I
1: should just rewind real quick. I forgot. Uh, on Friday night, I also got Ronnie uh, Blackley from Nightmare on Street 1, the mom. Who i met before. She's also very nice. Would you get
0: her on? Uh, my
1: Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1 original poster.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't have her on that but, one, so I, I got her added.
0: Very nice. Cool.
1: But anyway, so Dermot Mulroney, he was running a little bit late, and that's when I was like, ah, do I jump over to Skeet? And I was like, I'm just going to wait. And when he came up, uh, like I said, I was towards the very front of his line. I had him signed in red. It looks pretty cool. He was really nice. Uh, remember awesome. when you were telling about how when you met the bathroom girls from mm-hmm. – uh, scream how you had a little whoopsie and you saw something i saw, saw a movie yeah nip slip yeah well Dermot mulroney uh, he had sh- like shorts on and he <laughs> bent over to pick up a marker and one of his balls spilled out and i saw his balls
2: that's not true that's <laughs> not a true story <laughs> no i didn't
1: see his balls i just wanted to even it up uh, <laughs> But that would have been something, huh?
2: That would have been something. You know, like, oh, Mr. Mulroney, I saw, oh, your, I testicle. saw I see your testicle. You should well, get you that press looked against at.
1: This poster. You um, should get checked for testicular cancer. I think I see a lump. <laughs> Let me feel
2: it. I'll say a little prayer for you. <laughs>
0: I heard that song. My, my wife and daughter and I were at a restaurant the other day. Yeah, it's like this diner. Uh, it's, it's really, it's kind of cool. It's this drive-up diner in our town, mm-hmm. and uh, but they have picnic tables, so I was sitting out there, and they had uh, like 50s music, 60s music playing, and that song came on. Did everybody start singing? I started, and then everybody, <laughs> my daughter just looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, she's like, oh God, why do you embarrass me? I was like, there's this movie, My Best Friend's Wedding. She's like, never heard I of don't it. care. <laughs> uh, and I think that was it for that trip uh so that was cool. cool
1: and then so then a couple i came home and then a couple days later it was off to uh london and paris hello old chap <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude it's funny like i reached a point in that trip where when i if i would read signs i would read them with an accent in my head
2: <laughs> chip, 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 oh, huh? <laughs> uh,
1: but that was a really cool trip um i saw you know, for people that maybe follow my personal instagram or facebook um I saw uh, like pretty much every landmark you can think of in the London area. I got to see very it. touristy trip. I got to see the King of England fucking drove yeah. right past me.
0: That was, that was one of those things that it's like, I, cause I showed that to my wife and she goes, that's not him. And I go, that's
3: him. Was totally she, goes, him.
0: <laughs> she was looking at the wrong person. <laughs> oh, and then I go, funny. no, that guy right there. And she goes, oh yeah. But how cool was that? Cause when we went, uh, which was uh, 2020, it was mm-hmm. right before the pandemic started. Yeah. Like we came home the day, like everything shut the fuck down. But anyway, when we went... Yeah, and they probably had the queen on lockdown. The queen was not in Buckingham Palace. So we went to Buckingham Palace. And I guess you could tell because either the flag would be up or the flag's down or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I,
1: I learned so much shit.
0: Yeah. So that she wasn't there, but we... But we saw Buckingham
1: Palace. Well, and what happened with uh, the king was we, were, we did a little walking tour, and a tour guide took us by, and I already forgot the name of the place, but it's not Buckingham Palace. It's like right down the street is where he actually lives. He hasn't moved into Buckingham Palace yet, and apparently they don't know if he's it's going Kensington. to. Kensington? It wasn't Kensington. Uh, I can't remember. It was Kens- like a little house. But he was like, the king is in. He's like, you can tell because of the flag or whatever. And he's like, um, let's hang back for a second. And he's like, this is unusual. He's like, there is more security detail than usual. And there were a mm-hmm. couple cops on motorcycles, like right outside. And he's like, and that's the King's Rolls Royce parked right over there. He's like, I <laughs> think he's gonna leave. So it's like, it could be Camilla, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one or the other. Yeah. And if so, it looks like it's going to be happening soon. So let's just hang out for a few minutes and see what happens and sure as shit like they had all these cops with like machine guns or whatever and they're like everybody back the fuck up uh and then yeah he got into his car and he drove yeah right oh, past oh, his yes leg. i
2: have to i have to go do some stuff later today yeah,
1: over in buckingham palace and that's where he drove yeah and he he waved i have to
2: go return some tapes to a video <laughs>
3: store.
2: Oh uh, yes, I rented some tapes back in nineteen eighty nine. I'm just mm. now returning them. Some very kinky porno. Camilla doesn't like it. <laughs> or does she? <laughs> we actually dubbed the tapes. Don't tell anybody.
1: <laughs> some fucking macrovision. <laughs> the screen keeps flashing dark and light, but whatever. You can still see everything. That's all that matters.
2: Yeah, we only watch them for five minutes at a at a at a go old chap. <laughs>
1: It's like, and then I'm done. And then I gotta pull up me knickers.
2: <laughs> pull up me knickers. I couldn't do uh, that with my mother when my mum was alive. But now that she has passed, I can do it all day. I'm the king of England after all. <laughs> oh, it's like my dick's out. Todos los dias. <laughs> like, oh, you speak Spanish. He's like, we. And you're like, no, nope, that, that's not it. Whatever. I am the king of England. I own all of those places. Don't you know I own Spain? No, you don't. (laughs) Well, I should. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: So yeah, we did all the touristy stuff, saw all the major landmarks, and then we did. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Fuck that stuff. What what about the Jack the Ripper? Yeah, yeah. so (laughs) the horror thing that we
1: did was uh, we did a Jack the Ripper tour, a walking tour, which was really cool. So they take you on a tour where you see like this is where one of his victims stayed, like the not like a boarding house, but almost like a hotel, but not kind of a place.
0: It's a brothel.
1: No. Weren't they all prostitutes? No. That was something I learned, too. Like, I guess that's a common misconception of, like, his victims. I think only one was a prostitute. and then They one,
3: were
2: all prostitutes, David. Come on. One kind of dabbled. One <laughs> kind of dabbled? <laughs> one occasionally, depending on uh, when the rent was due. Yeah, she's like, I'm an
0: accountant by day, but I'm dabbling. Mm, yeah. <laughs> How long ago did those murders happen? The 1800s? Yeah, late 1800s. 1888. And also
1: I learned, this is something else I didn't really realize, um, I guess Wikipedia would have helped, but all of the murders happened in the span of like, between like August and like November or December. It was like a very specific period in 1888.
0: And how many murders? were? How many? Five confirmed. Five confirmed kills.
1: Yeah. And then then he just stopped. There's several other that are rumored and of course he was never caught and there's all sorts of speculation about who he was.
0: I I think he was Ted Cruz. (laughs)
2: There
1: you go. I've
0: heard people say. I it was Ted Cruz.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you might be onto something. Um, that was cool. And we got to see a couple places like where the murders happened. Uh, and one of them, ironically, now is a children's playground, which is a little creepy. Oh. Um, and creepy. then like one of them, we got to see the bar where one of his victims had her last drink. Uh, and then minutes later got murdered. And we actually had a drink at the bar, which was kind of cool.
0: And survived. You hmm? did not get murdered after you had a oh, drink. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, that woman? I was like, oh, no, no. She's very dead. <laughs> <laughs> she and got she's killed. She's still
0: right? alive. She's still there. She's like, ah, oh, I'm very old. I do the same voice for the King of England yeah, as I does for the same. They do.
1: <laughs> and then we were going to see um Bram Stoker's ashes. There's like a crematorium where you can view his urn, but uh, it was actually closed on the day we were going to go. So that was the other mm-hmm. horror thing that we were going to do. Uh so Jack yeah. the Ripper really only ended up uh, ended up being like the only horror aspect of our trip. And you did go so see cool.
0: Stonehenge. That's kind of a spooky thing, That's right? true.
1: Stonehenge. I made my wife watch the uh, Spinal Tap clip of the Stonehenge uh-huh. thing. She thought that was very funny.
0: <laughs> do you know it's the biggest henge there?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so many hinges. Uh, but Stonehenge <laughs> because, was uh, super cool. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the Eddie Izzard do stand up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a special called Dress to Kill from back in there. Oh early yeah, 2000s. I think I saw that one. It's fucking hilarious, but he talks about Stonehenge being the biggest henge <laughs> <laughs> in all of England. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I'm glad you had a great time. Europe yeah. is awesome. Uh, I spent a couple of days in, in London myself. You guys did go over to Paris. Uh, that's where I spent most of my time on, on my trip uh, that I went on. So, uh, And you guys enjoyed uh, Paris for yeah, a day.
1: Amazing. Yeah, we got up real early, took a bullet train, and spent like all day, and then came back that night. Yeah. Super cool.
0: It is super cool. Real quick, so I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet. If I did, we can we can cut this out, but if I didn't. So you remember how I talked about Monster Mania, right? And I've always talked about how like the uh, you know, they have the one in Jersey, right side of Philadelphia. And uh it's always so fucking packed. Yeah. And then I went to the one down near Baltimore, and that one was so fucking packed.
1: And you're like, "I'll never go again. Fuck Monster Mania."
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, they'll have to have someone pretty fucking special in order for me to go down there. Well, David, on October 13th of this year, there's <laughs> going to be a Monster Mania near Baltimore. And Corey Feldman's going to be there.
1: Oh, yeah. You may have mentioned this, but I know they've added more guests, I think, since then.
0: They've added a couple more, but he's like the big one. And yeah. so I, uh, I bought... Two tickets. My wife and I are going down there, and we're actually going to spend the night. I bought VIP tickets. No lines
1: for you, High Roller. You're well, like the king of England.
0: It's just, just for one
1: guest. Oh, okay. But you're going to use Do it I on Feldman?
0: S- yeah, I'm going to use it on Feldman. So, Makes sense. So here's the thing. If another like high-profile guest comes, then I have two VIPs, so oh, I can use one. Oh, give it one. to your, your wife? Yep.
1: Nice. That strategy I, is what
0: that is. Yeah. Nicely done. But she really wants to meet Corey Feldman also. So and you're like, no, she, I'm going to meet I, him. Yeah. You've no. got to wait in line. <laughs> but see, I don't know if they'd let me with her go. Probably not. Right. We'd both have to.
1: I don't know. Well, if only one of you is getting something signed, what's the difference? She's
0: just going to stand next to you. Yeah. But we're. that's not going to be yeah, one person getting something know. signed because I'm going to have your stupid shit with me, too. Yeah. But they don't know that it's a different person. So you got to send me your part four as well as your part five. Yeah. Because I have to get both of those signed. But you realize that with the exception of Corey Haim, obviously he's passed away. Like everybody who was in the Lost Boys pretty much is going to be up in around me over the next course of a couple months because at Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey is where Jason Patrick, Kiefer Sutherland, Alex Winter, and one of the other guys from Lost Boys are going to be at. And then the two Frog Brothers are both going to be at the other Monster Mania. (laughs) So are you going to get a, uh, are you going to get a poster? I don't have okay. one, and I don't have any plans on getting one because they're not that cheap.
1: Yeah, um, I could imagine it's probably a little more expensive.
0: And I was like, that's a that's that's a lot of signatures I got to get from a lot of high-profile right. people. Kiefer Sutherland?
1: Yeah, his line will be long.
0: His line's going to be long. Jason Patrick's line probably will be long, too, I would imagine. longish. Um, and I'm just not going to go down there just for those guys. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. So, yeah, that'll be cool to go down there and, and get that'll his awesome. autograph. Like I said, he's he's in Part 4 and 5. And then also, I had mentioned this before, but Tiffany Helm and Shavar Ross are both scheduled Hell yeah. to be at.
1: Yeah, so our Part 5 posters are getting pretty
0: loaded. They are. They are. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. And then they had a couple of people from the Friday 13th remake hmm. that are going to be at this New Jersey HorrorCon, But I don't have one of those posters yet. I'll have to get so one. So I've been thinking about getting one. Nice. But... We'll see. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, real
1: quick, uh before we move on. Um uh you uh sir, you had a birthday last week.
0: I did. So, I happy did. birthday, man. Thank you.
1: I actually got you a couple of things. I've had them for weeks. Uh but <laughs> I I got you kind of like a uh, happy birthday slash happy last episode.
0: oh I didn't get you anything for happy last that's episode. O- that's okay. <laughs> then you can just say it's all for your birthday.
1: <laughs> um, so uh I I found I think I mentioned it in the episode where we talk about uh, Texas Frightmare how I found a booth that had a bunch of just like cool old school one sheets Yeah I did not get you something from that person because I'd already <laughs> bought you something at a different table and I was like ah oh, <laughs> god damn it Uh but what I got you I, I still think it was pretty cool so and I don't think you have this but if okay. you do let me know and then that uh. means I'll have it because I'll mm-hmm. just keep it and I'll get you something else. Um, mm. But I think one of, if not the first movie on our podcast that you gave a five star rating to, was uh, Cronenberg's *The Fly*.
0: I do not have anything good. What well, you do now? <laughs>
1: so I got you a uh, pretty nice original one sheet from uh, *The Fly*.
0: Awesome! Thank so, you, sir. Happy birthday, buddy! Oh, I uh, appreciate it.
1: And then there was another poster there, and I was like, "This is kind of silly. I don't know <laughs> if he would like this." Is, this is not a birthday present. I was like, this is probably more of a gag just to throw in, and the price was right. So I also picked you up a double-sided original poster of
2: Shaka. <laughs> Fuck. So next time you see Mitch
1: Pelegi or whatever, uh, you can get yeah. his autograph on there.
0: You know what's funny? Thank you. I appreciate it's that. It's actually a cool poster. If I ever do, I do think that poster's cool. And if I ever do see uh, Mitch Pelleggi as what I say, Mitch Pelegi, however you pronounce it. whatever. But if I ever do see him again, you know what's funny is like the first show that my wife went to with me, that was the first celebrity she met. Oh, nice. she went over and got his autograph. Because he was uh he was uh on was it was he Skinner on um, yeah, X he Files? On...
1: Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Yes, that was him. Yeah. So
0: thank you, sir. Yeah. I appreciate that. You're welcome. All the more shit that I have to get signed. Of course, getting Jeff Goldblum, I guess you've gotten Jeff Goldblum to sign something before, right? I, yeah, I've got him on an eight by ten. Okay, yeah. the
1: the open shirt jurassic park uh man spread that he's doing on the table or whatever you got that one
0: he's one of those though that's like he just zips right he's all business I,
1: he, was, <laughs> he smiled and nodded and was like hi bye bye
0: <laughs> thanks <laughs> for the money <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's i guess it's doable it's yeah you can by the way i'm still him. waiting on my uh, henry winkler autograph to come back you'll get it you'll get it I messaged uh, I messaged them and I'm like, hey, I'm just checking in. How's my screen poster looking? <laughs> well, if you ever get Goldblum, just uh,
1: be forewarned his audit, his signature is no work of art. It's just a series of squiggles. I'm looking. At Should it right I now. can I
0: just copy it and say that it's him? There you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was at the I was at the antique mall the other day and. Uh, uh, I was just putzing around and, you know, looking for old shit like I do. And there was a bunch of albums in this one booth. Uh-huh. So I'm looking through them and someone had this Beatles album. Oh, nice. And it had autographs of all the Beatles on there. And I'm like, is there any way that this like slipped through the cracks and is just here for like two bucks? You know how you hear those stories? Yeah. So I looked at him and I saw Paul McCartney. Yeah. And you're like, wait a
1: second. Lennon is spelled with an I.
0: <laughs> this was...
3: this
0: is vladimir um but uh, a paul mccartney autograph i looked at it so i looked up paul mccartney's autograph on my phone just to see if if it looked like it, and it clearly was not, it was like some young girl who just, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> just wrote Paul
1: McCartney. Dude, it's <laughs> funny you say that. I saw on uh, I think it was Instagram. I won't say who it was, but somebody uh, that I follow posted like a video, and in the video there was a poster in the back. It was a screen poster in the background that looked like it was signed. I think it was supposed to be Skeet Ulrich, but I was like, I've met that dude a couple times. That is not his signature. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I didn't say anything, but I was like, you know,
0: I don't want to ruin your fun, but yeah, yeah. you got hosed, you tell sorry. Me, tell me tell me off, Mike, Yeah, it yeah. was. We're going to like go off on a bunch of stuff before we get to our movie, <laughs> but I did want to mention this. So I was told you I was at this antique mall. Mm-hmm. The day before, I was at a um, vintage toy store. There's like this toy store by my house, mm-hmm. and it's perfect for a guy who has a fucking compulsion to buy old-ass <laughs> fucking toys like I do. Uh, but I went I was down there looking around and the amount of times I go down there and don't buy anything is far outnumbers The amount of times I do buy something.
1: That's like when I go to the record store, same deal. Uh I just walk around for an hour and then come home with nothing.
0: And I pull out a bunch of stuff and then I just put it back down and I leave. (laughs) Yep. And I come home and I tell my (laughs) wife all the things I didn't buy. Yep. (laughs) Uh, and then, and then my wife is like, why didn't you get it? And I'm like, I don't know, but, uh, they had old. Super eight millimeter reels of, um, horror movies. Oh, sweet. And so it was like, uh, Dracula or not Dracula. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Oh wow. Super old school. And then school. house of Frankenstein on super eight. Now they are heavily edited to fit in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause
1: those are, those reels are small.
0: They're like a hundred foot reels. Yeah. Or f- maybe they're 400 foot reels. I don't know, but it's like 17 minutes let's just say 15 minutes for the sake of argument. Okay. So it's like a 15 minute version of a, an hour long movie. Right. right? So they just kind of edit everything out and it's silent. It's got like subtitles on there, but it's still really fucking cool. That is cool. So I'd seen those and I was like, "Mm."
1: you're like, I'm really looking forward to not buying those.
0: (laughs) Yep. And I didn't buy them. (laughs) But the next day I was at this antique mall and I'm walking around and I went uh, down where they had the electronics and there was a eight millimeter projector for sale what And i was like how oh, weird that's and it, I was like i was like how much do they want for it? 35 bucks oh shit so i bought the millimeter projector and then went back down to the toy store and bought the two uh horror movies. that's awesome i do have to replace the bulb on the projector so i'm hoping that bulb comes in I, today i ordered a new bulb and i hope it works i hope it like i hope i'm able to replace it right because someone did a modification to this thing. This is why I think it was 35 bucks. Somebody did a modification to this a while back and the bulb that they put in wasn't bright enough. So I ordered a brighter bulb. Yeah. Cause the image doesn't show up that well. It shows up very faint, but it has to be really fucking dark. <laughs> so I'm like, well, Makes I can't sense. watch anything. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so I'm going to, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna try to replace it. And then, um, I can, I can watch these silent horror movies from, i don't know i don't know what the purpose will be of it but it'll be fun you could add your like, own
1: dialogue like yeah Wolf tracks it <laughs> yeah. so many dick jokes
0: i can play some like uh ominous music while it's playing
1: <laughs> Now you gotta go out and buy an well. organ <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right so david this is our last episode um well, for all intents and purposes, is our last episode, I'm going to say that this is the last episode of this run.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of people asking us, like, are you going to come back? And like, or when, or all this stuff, something like that. we don't know, like, we're not like trying to be coy or anything. It's like, no, we're taking a break at the very least.
0: Yeah, at the very least, it's taking a break. But this is what I imagine. I was going to tell you this before we started rolling, but I, I decided to save it for here. This is what I imagine in my head. I was thinking about this today. And I was like, you know how, like, at Christmas time, it's like, there's, like, Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. And Halloween, there's, like, Halloween specials for, like, very, like, Rudolph's shiny new year and Rudolph's fucking Halloween. I don't think Rudolph ever did a Halloween episode, but they should do a Rudolph's fucking Halloween. <laughs> fucking abominable really snow monster just kills everyone. <laughs> um... But there's like various different specials. Like Peanuts would be the great Yeah, one. The great Charlie Pumpkin. Brown. Christmas, Charlie Brown. Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. Whatever the fuck Charlie Brown one there
1: is. All of his shenanigans.
0: All of his shenanigans. I imagine that maybe the Swear Wolves incarnation will continue um, as a series of specials. Yeah. Where like at Christmas time we'll be like, hey, let's record a Christmas episode or let's record a couple of Christmas episodes.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking. Or like as we
0: feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> But you can't go on forever, David.
1: No, nothing lasts forever.
0: Our first episode we ever recorded was about Friday the 13th. We didn't know what we were doing back then. We barely know what we're doing now. You didn't say, not much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> it was about Friday the 13th, and we were just talking about it. We were just talking. Like, I don't even think we watched movies. We didn't specifically say, hey, watch this movie. We did uh, Never Hike
1: Alone. That was the movie yeah. we kind of watched. and it's like, oh, let's just talk about it. But we didn't go like beat by beat or anything like that.
0: No. And it was Alan who said, hey, how many heads, how many Pamela Voorhees <laughs> heads right. do you give it? And that's when we started that rating system. And then after that week, we recorded the first three episodes. And then after that, we started going, okay, let's, we're going to watch movies.
1: Yeah. It took us a while to kind of settle into a format. Which I think is true of a lot of
0: yeah. podcasts. Finding your voice, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the Swear was born on Friday the 13th. So the Swear will die on Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, for this one, this is our last movie, and it's the last one of the Jason and Freddy movies that we have not re- reviewed. So this will wrap those two look up. At, look at that. It's like we planned it. Exactly. So yeah, Freddy vs. Jason came out in 2003. came out on August 15th, 2003. Where were you on August 15th, 2003? I was
1: seeing this movie.
0: Me too. And if I so remember correctly, what was the number one movie? What was the number one movie at the box office, David?
1: <laughs> oh, I am one hundred percent positive. I got this one this week. Uh, it was this movie for sure. It was this it movie was a big movie. hit. What were you gonna say? You remember what? I remember standing outside, and I think this was the same movie. Uh, I saw it at a theater that was pretty far from my house, and I think it's the only movie maybe that I saw at this theater. But there was a guy that was standing outside, and he was like looking at the crowd, everybody walking up, and he had his hands on his hips, and he was all like triumphant, <laughs> and he goes movies 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 you're all going to the movies <laughs>
2: that's so weird we're all like what the fuck yes you're right and
1: then uh, my buddy uh, you know uh, mike uh <laughs> arizona mike was uh, with yeah. me and on the marquee like it didn't say like freddie versus jason or fvj <laughs> vj uh <laughs> it didn't it just said jason yeah but the <laughs> n was cut off and then it had the rating, so it was rated R. So Mike walks up to the booth, and he's like, one for j please. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted him yesterday, and I was like, hey, dude, I'm watching j right now. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Yeah, Freddy vs. Jason was the number one movie in the theater. I saw it at the theater. I don't remember. There wasn't a
1: guy standing outside telling you that you were all going to the movies?
0: <gasps> no, I saw it. Where did I see it? I don't remember even where I saw it. I, don't remember. I saw it in Scottsdale. I think I saw it in Scottsdale. Oh so did you see it at the God. Cine Capri?
1: No. I think I saw it at is the it, pavilions. Is
0: that the Cine Capri? I might have seen it at the fucking pavilions too. Oh I don't know my where I God. saw it. David, maybe we saw it together.
1: Oh, I feel so warm and my pants are <laughs> tightening a little bit, if I'm being honest.
0: Um, I did see it in Scottsdale though, because I was living in Scottsdale.
1: Mm, look at you. Um, fancy, fancy.
0: Yeah, hot, uh, yeah, it was hot class. <laughs> Dude, what was the number one song?
1: I feel less confident on this one, um, mm-hmm. but the song I picked, I know it was popular around that time, but I think it was popular a little bit earlier, but okay. I almost changed my answer. And then last night I was on Twitter and the v- music video like randomly came up and I was like, well, it's a sign. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it is. I'm, I think I'm wrong, but I'm going with right there by Chingy.
3: I like what it you when you do change the it
1: to? There, there, I have no what idea what I was going to change it to, oh, but okay. I was like, I don't think that's the number one song.
0: It was not the number one song. <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard that song in my life right. I, that doesn't mean it's not couldn't be on number one because i honestly i know the title i know these people mm-hmm. these two individuals ah. i've never i don't think i could, i don't think i could sing you this song though
3: mm.
0: and people listening will be like what where where do you live under a rock and the answer is yes i do in scottsdale crazy in love by beyonce oh, featuring yeah. jay-z yeah
1: Dun, dun, a crazy in love. Yeah, is that
0: that song that's how
1: it goes uh-oh uh-oh it's got that part in it
0: <laughs> okay well then i do know it but <laughs> i'm not proud of it um okay so i'm not going to go through any like a uh, lot of facts on this because we also wasted a lot of time at the beginning of this episode it's quality time brit quality time it was quality time and this is the last episode so who cares if we go a little bit long it's true um I didn't look up a lot of facts, but people know, people should know, that there was a lot of, like, writes, rewrites.
1: Yeah, this movie was in development hell for years.
0: Yeah, for almost, I would say, 15 years. I think back before Jason Takes Manhattan, they were talking about kicking doing around a Freddy vs. Jason movie. And, and to that, I say, why? <laughs> and I've, we've talked about this before, I guess because they were the most popular
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. A to via. me, it makes it makes sense, kind of. Does it?
2: Are you sure about that?
1: <laughs> no, because there is something a uh, not even a plot hole with this, but like a major plot device where it's like, really? That's why we need
0: Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching. I've been watching. Uh, I think you should leave now or whatever that show is called yeah. on Netflix. I'm watching some coffin flopping. The <laughs> uh, no. coffin flop or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, coffin flop, but. uh <laughs> are you sure about that are you sure that about went that through my, That went through my head a lot as i was watching and you this make movie that face was <laughs> so i was like are you sure about that uh. yeah there's a lot of uh we'll get into that when we talk about the plot of this movie but anyway yes hmm. so this movie was in development hell since the 80, late 80s and um they just couldn't settle on a an agreement and then once they did then it was kind of like oh the 80s slashers kind of fell off and people were like we're done with these movies so they killed off both characters right they still wanted to they had like drafts and drafts. i remember in the 90s when i when i first like got the internet and like websites started showing mm-hmm. up and it wasn't just to go on there and go into chat rooms on aol but there was a uh, website that i used to go on all the time called drew's scriptorama i think it still exists but you can read scripts and some of them were unproduced scripts and they had a freddie versus jason unproduced screenplay Ooh. That I read. I tried to read, and then I was like, this is fucking boring.
3: (laughs) And that was
0: the problem with a lot of these drafts. So Damian Shannon and Mark Swift ultimately wrote this movie. For some reason, they were the ones who. They were the chosen ones. This is the version we're going to go with. They were the best of the best. They were. And they, of course, got uh, acclaimed horror director Ronnie Yu. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. He directed Bride of Chucky. But I don't know why they chose Ronnie Yu of all people to go. Let's let we're gonna have him. Maybe because he was a Hong Kong filmmaker and he could do fight scenes. Yeah, I think it was he had worked that. with Chow the Action Fat. stuff. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, he had done a lot of movies with Chow Yun Fat over in uh, Hong Kong. Yeah, I don't know if that's who I would pick. He did a an okay job. But, Ronnie, you wanted Ken Kersinger to play, or a different person to play Jason Voorhees, and he chose Ken Kersinger because he wanted mm-hmm. him to be bigger than Kane Hodder. It makes sense. Well, it does, but it doesn't. Because Kane Hodder, at that point in time, everybody was like, it should be Kane Hodder. It should be Robert England. If you're going to have two people. Yeah,
1: yeah. You want to see those two people. Against you. I was one of them. Yeah. When I heard that Kane Hodder wasn't going to be it, I was bummed. 2003, yeah. David, listening to Chingy and Beyonce I was like, oh,
3: man. <laughs>
0: i'll go see it but under protest yeah so ronnie you directed this like i said he had also directed bride of chucky which actually wasn't that bad of a movie it was very funny it was yeah, very yeah. Um, i saw that in the theater universal too. yeah i saw that in the theater as well uh it's very like universal it is a universal owned film i believe um but it's like that whole like you know bride of chucky right. bride of frankenstein type thing um music by graham revel revel i don't He's know a revel and he'll never <laughs> be any good uh, I know that song, but I don't know Crazy in Love. Uh, this movie was produced by Sean S. Cunningham,
4: the guy oh, who started it all snap. pretty much,
0: right? Stars Robert England as Freddy Krueger. Ken Kersinger, as I said, as Jason Voorhees. Monica Kena as Lori, Kelly Rowland, speaking of... Oh my God. Destiny's Child. Kelly Rowland plays Kia. Jason Ritter, John Ritter's son. Uh, That's right. Son, Looks just like him. Married to... Mar- he does married to the uh lead actress yes in yellow from yellow jackets yeah yeah melanie linsky something like that right. sure i don't know she was in that movie uh that peter jackson movie with uh kate winslet oh beautiful heavenly creatures beautiful creatures heavenly creatures, heavenly creatures. yeah that's that's a fucked up movie that's a true story you want to see a
3: movie
0: <laughs> you want to see a movie david <laughs> yeah, I one. do. <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good one to see. There's some other people in here. One person that I want to mention was uh, Zach Ward. Oh, yeah. He's got a very small part. Fucking Farkas.
2: Yeah. Good Scott Farkas from <laughs> from uh, Christmas Story. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then Paula Shaw plays uh, Pamela Voorhees. They couldn't get uh, a, an agreement with Betsy Palmer. She, she wanted to do it. Yeah. She said the part was too small, right? Well, no. She wanted to do it. I think they didn't want to pay her enough.
1: Oh. Well, she's in it for like 5 seconds. So, I guess I kind of get it.
0: But she's fucking Pamela yeah. Voorhees. I my my contention is is like, "Okay, Betsy, how much do you need?" And she's going to come with a number, and I'm going to go, "Okay, let's give her that number."
1: Yeah. Also, like they had to know this movie was going to make a shit ton of money, which it did.
0: Yeah. It did. And uh, the budget of this movie, I'll, I'll jump down to that real quick, is uh, was $30 million. I don't imagine Betsy was asking for a tenth of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I, you know, throw her a hundred grand. I don't know what, what it would have cost. Yeah. Give her the money. Let her do it. Give her the money. Now, Paula Shaw did just fine. She actually looked quite a bit like her. Like, uh, She's a decent like likeness her. and the voice was similar. Likeness. Yeah. But it would have been cool to see Betsy Palmer in that room. Agreed. Is all I'm saying.
1: Oh, and Catherine Isabel is also in this movie from uh, Ginger Snaps.
0: Yes, that's true. That, that's right. She is a small part. Yeah. She dies. Runtime of this movie is 98 minutes. Like I said, the budget is $30 million. What do you think the box office was?
1: Uh, I know it went north of a hundred million. So I'm going to go one sixteen point
0: six million. Well done. Freddie and Jason. So this movie made a shit ton of money plot of this movie. Mm. This is where I'm going to say, are you sure about that? Hmm. <laughs> The movie opens up with a voiceover. From Freddy Krueger himself. From hell. I don't like this. (laughs) Right off the bat, I'm watching this movie. Was 2003 uh, Brett also
1: like, I don't know about this voiceover.
0: No, 2003 Brett was was hip with this. 2003 Brett was saying, look, the last movie we got was Jason X. Nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. I think I saw Jason X in the theater also, by the way. (laughs) I did not but uh i was very excited for this movie i saw it and i was like that was fucking awesome yeah same now 2023 brett 20 years removed from this almost exactly david 20 years removed from this i'm going this this movie is all this movie doesn't know what it is yeah is this a Freddy movie Is this a Jason movie? Yes. It kind of tries to blend both of them, which I don't agree with either. Right. Is this movie a good movie? Is this movie a bad movie? It doesn't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm so confused. (laughs) Is it supposed to be a serious entry? Is it supposed to be making fun of itself? It doesn't know. And and it opens up with this voiceover monologue that Freddy gives. And it's a fucked up version of Freddy that we're seeing because he doesn't look that way later on when we see him he's got really sharp like demon teeth and these really fucked up eyes and then later on when we see him he's normal
1: yeah and the camera's kind of tight on his eyes and
0: later on when we see him he's normal freddy
1: yeah Yeah, he's more demonic probably because he's in hell is that it i guess so
0: well they don't explain it no but but
1: he's got a real like forgot about dre uh complex going on yeah he's
0: like oh no one remembers me yeah nowadays everybody wants to talk but they got <laughs> yeah, nothing <so> to say <laughs> like It comes out with, move it, their, move their, with lips. their lips just a, a bunch, bunch of Jewish. gibberish motherfuckers act like they forgot about fred uh but yes freddie krueger has been in hell and uh the the parents of springwood have forced their kids to forget about him
1: yeah i kind of took it as like most of the kids from springwood all grew up so now it's the parents and they're just like We just don't speak his name. He's fucking Voldemort. Like, don't talk about it. Like we, he, the way to take away his power is for everyone to just forget he ever existed because the internet doesn't exist. Newspapers don't exist. Um, you know, gossip, all of that gone.
0: And we're just going to forget that any of this shit happened. And anybody who does remember or does see something, we're going to send them to a mental hospital and feed them Hypnosil, which causes them not to be able to dream. Yeah. Is that the name of the drug they use in part three? I think so. Yeah. I think it was the same. So Freddie's talking and he's like, I've been in hell for whatever. And it, there's a bunch of clips from all of the, uh, Freddie movies. They, they even give a nod to, uh, Freddie's dead. Uh, there's a, yeah. there's a, there's a clip from that. Part two gets a couple of c- cool scenes. where it's like Freddie's ripping out of uh, Mark Patton's, uh, uh is it Mark Oh Patton? yeah.
1: He's like rip out yeah. of his chest or his stomach yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: Um, I was, I was, I said Mark Patton in my head. I was like, is it Mark or Mike? But Mike Patton is no more Mr. Bungle, (laughs) Mr. Bungle guy. (laughs) They should
1: have put him in this movie.
0: They should have. Anyway, they show a bunch of clips from that. And he's like, and now I'm stuck in hell and I can't get out. And is he happy in
1: hell? He's not. Cause he even says like being dead, wasn't a problem, but being forgotten. Now that's a bitch.
0: Yeah. And so he's like, but I found someone who can help me. His and name is
1: Jason, and today is his birthday. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> August 15th, 2003. August 15th. I think it's June 13th, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yes, he's like, uh, I found somebody who's also like me, and I'm going to trick him into coming back to life. <laughs> so he poses as Pamela Voorhees. He's wearing a red sweater because he's Freddie, of
1: course. Yeah, and he comes to Jason in Jason's dreams.
0: Yep. And he's in hell. He
1: has he dreams in hell.
0: And you dream when you're dead, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: um, The eternal dream.
0: Jason is dreaming that he's killing some uh young co ed, right?
1: Yeah. Like a skinny dipper.
0: Yeah, skinny dipper. Who uh uh, after he kills her, then you hear Pamela Voorhees talking to Jason. Like, that's a good boy, Jason. You're going to kill for mom and you're going to come back. Cause they can never kill you. You can never die. It's like in the fucking video game. You can never
1: die. It's just like that. You can never die. Kill for mother. Yep.
0: Yeah. And so his decomposed body, which has been rotting since, uh, the, the last Friday movie, um, uh, Jason goes to hell has, uh, now regenerates
1: mm-hmm. and grown the l-
0: legs with yep. the legs
1: he's 6'5 now
0: <laughs> the lungs start um expanding the heart starts beating and yes he regenerates and becomes he's like fucking wolverine <laughs> yeah he is and that's all he
1: needed was just freddy to be like you're alive now and he's like well fuck i guess I am. okay yeah
0: let's do this as as Jason's mom he sends him to Springwood. He's like I need you to kill people in Springwood to instill fear in them and go to Elm Street and start killing cuz I need them to be afraid of something cuz they're not afraid anymore.
1: Yeah, cuz Freddy's basically setting up Jason to like to bring up rumors of like is Freddy Krueger back? like to to get his own name
0: out there. Yep, and then he can start invading their dreams because they'll be afraid of something and then he can get back. Yeah. out of hell. That's that's the story. They're sticking to it. Um we got our main girl, Lori Campbell, who is uh, Monica uh, Keener. Keener? Monica Keena, I think is her name. Keena. Yeah, Monica Keena.
1: Who uh, my wife, she walked in while I was watching this movie. She's like, is that the girl from Dawson's Creek? And I was like, you are asking the wrong dude.
0: Yeah, your wife is correct. <laughs> that is the girl from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> she should <have> ask me.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so we meet that new group. What's her name? Lori and her friends. Lori. And right mm-hmm. off the bat, I was like, oh, there's some definite writing issues. Uh, they're playing Mary Fuck Kill but mm-hmm. with the three stooges mm-hmm. it's like you, those aren't that's not who you would pick like if you were like hanging out with your friends like
3: your well, you would as a
1: joke. that's the you game they a,
0: play you would as a joke but here's the other thing too it's like
1: no because then the right after st- that like oh, okay well how about uh fucking fred scooby and shaggy
2: and it's like who wrote this what yeah. year is well, this
0: obviously you're gonna fuck scooby
2: right of course he's a you dog. are
0: doggy style <laughs> it's the only way uh yeah so who wrote this it's like yes is it funny to think about yeah who would you marry f kill of the three stooges obviously you'd marry curly right (laughs) because he's gonna be the most fun yeah i think i think you're right i think uh well i think she's right she killed mo she fucked larry and she married curly i think i think that's the that's the move to make although maybe mo is the one to fuck he's the more aggressive if you want it and I
1: could see Curly being annoying, but I was just like, come on, this isn't a conversation three women of this age would be having in 2003. Three high school girls. Yeah. Three high
0: school girls of any age. Exactly. Like the three stooges. That You'd
1: was like, like who? the 1930s. Yeah. would be like, who from the Rat Pack? They're like, you mean the Rat Pack? No.
2: No. The, the Rat, Rat Pack. Pack. What's the Rat Pack? <laughs> Frank Sinatra?
1: Who? Dean
0: <laughs> Dean Martin? Oh. So, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Davis, Davis. Jr. Uh, yeah, it, that it's funny. Like, it would be a funny conversation to hear, like, in a Kevin Smith movie, but maybe not, like, in a, in a horror movie with three young teenage girls. Yeah. Uh, partying. But, yes, they're having a party. They're, like, drinking beers and smoking cigarettes and everything like that. And Jason shows up. He's outside the window. They don't know he's oh out there. Oh, my God. Then the one girl, uh, this is uh, the uh, Catherine girl. Isabel Gibb. I think it's her character's Gib, name. Yeah, she opens the door, and her boyfriend Trey, he's a douche, and his friend Blake are standing there, and he's like, "Let us in. I brought some bruschetta. Brought some beer. <laughs> oh,
1: your kisses
0: yeah. taste like cigarettes. Gross. Yeah. I, Would I tell you about kissing me after you smoked,
1: dude? I dated a girl uh, like in the late '90s uh, who smoked. And it was, yeah. this didn't, like, I wouldn't have been a douche like this guy, but I remember, like, sometimes she would kiss me or whatever, and I'd be like, oh, and I'd be like, you smoke? And she'd be like,
0: oh, no. <laughs> it's like, fucking liar. She was <laughs> like, I just lick <laughs> ashtrays. Um, Tastes like an ashtray. I smoked for many years. I, I, I did quit. It's been uh, nearly two and a half years of Yay. not smoking, but I smoked for many years. So chicks that smoked didn't bother me at all. <laughs> Tastes like me. <laughs>
1: it's like kissing myself oh and she said something like oh but they're menthols like is that different they yeah okay because menthols yeah, men... stink they fucking smell like cheese
2: no they don't
1: i would think it'd be worse
2: <laughs> they don't smell like cheese Dude, yes <laughs> they smell
0: like christmas trees no christmas cheese they taste... <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh christmas cheese oh christmas cheese ours is lindberger <laughs> um we uh i never like smoking menthols though menthols were like very minty yeah, very they stink like, um yeah i i didn't like them they gave me like a buzz mm. not a good buzz either like the bad kind of buzz bad high yeah you just want it to be over yeah but you know in a pinch you smoke anything like i've gone through ashtrays and like smoked the remains of butts <laughs> old butts yeah You're that guy? old butts yep smoking old butt <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, so uh, the boyfriend comes over. His friend, his friend's hitting on uh, Lori. Lori's girlfriend, Kia, is saying like, "Oh, come on, Lori, just go fuck him." <laughs> like, it's really yeah, go weird. show it's him your room. room. Go show him your room. Go blow him. And then, <laughs> and then, meanwhile, that Kia girl, she doesn't have any boy there. Like, no. they should have had like three boys, three girls. You know, that's the traditional. Would make sense, but no. Meanwhile, she's asked out. But Gib goes up with Trey, and they bang. Oh yeah, and it's very it's a very awkward like sex scene because like she's riding him. And then he's like telling her what to do. And then when she finishes, she goes to hug him and he's like, I told you, I don't like to be touched I don't like to be touched, touched like, after he's got intimacy yeah. issues. He's a fucking twat he's a douche. Well, good that he is such a douche because he's not long for this world. And maybe that's not. why they made him such an asshole is because it's like when he gets killed, we're like almost cheering it on. Oh yeah, I was, uh, she goes to take a shower and her body
1: comes, double does goes to take a shower
0: (laughs) and when she comes out uh she finds him dead and jason has come in and he has stabbed him a lot
1: with a machete a lot
0: and then he's folded the bed on him but he's on his stomach yeah like folded backwards
1: backwards.
0: which is kind of cool yeah like a scorpion (laughs) (laughs) and she comes out and she screams and then uh all the kids run away they all escape
1: yeah, they run right out of the house, and the cops are conveniently, like, right there. The deputy. It's the guy
2: from, it's the guy from uh, fucking... Fucking Cliff Dead from uh, Dead Man on Campus. <laughs> that guy.
1: And fuck this land. Dude, that
2: movie! <laughs> that movie's
1: fucking
0: hilarious. Oh, wow, math award. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is funny. Maybe the Swear Wolves will start a new podcast of just, uh... 90s and 2000s Comedies. comedy movies. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, he's he's right there. He picks them all up and takes them down to the uh, police station. And the police say it was a murder.
1: Somebody mentions Freddie's name, and the cops are like, shut the fuck up. And yeah, even Cliff, and Cliff, uh, yeah, dead man on campus is like, what was that?
0: Yeah, he doesn't know because he just moved to the town. Yeah, and new. Lori's like, what was the name? What was the name? And she dreams. And when she dreams, she sees Freddie, uh And she wakes up immediately because he's not strong enough to keep them in their dreams. Yep. Later, Blake, uh, who was the best friend of Trey, who was trying to fuck Lori, he is at home and he's talking to his dad. His dad looks like Alex Jones. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) I was waiting for you to some weird
1: conspiracies, but no. (laughs) Uh,
0: So uh, his dad is like, you know, whatever, don't worry about it, son, or whatever. And then Blake falls asleep and he has a dream and he sees Freddy. And then he wakes up and his dad's been decapitated.
1: <laughs> Freddie like slashes at him in the dream and he goes, Oh, I survived. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks for letting us know that useful information. But you're right, he wakes up and his dad doesn't have a head anymore.
0: His dad's head just falls off. Because yeah, he looks old. at his dad. He's like, Dad? And his dad just like looks at him and then he the his yeah. head falls off. Oh shit. And then he gets killed, but he gets killed off camera. We just see blood swallow. Yeah. And the police call it a murder suicide. Which is kind of a fucked up, like, how do you,
2: what? Who he got cut his dad's and, head off and then he took his own life. It was tragic. <laughs> or his dad killed him
0: and then cut his own head yeah. off. <laughs> open
2: and shut case.
0: <laughs> Let's go get a donut. Um, uh, meanwhile, at uh, the psychiatric hospital, uh, Lori's ex-boyfriend from when they were like, I don't know, what, 12? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Will? Will, who is Jason Ritter... And his friend, Mark, are in this hospital and they're made to take this hypnosil to suppress their dreams uh, because they know about Fred Freddy Cougar. or they've seen shit that they shouldn't have seen. We'll find more about this later. Yeah, but, but Mark's
1: had been put away.
0: Mark's brother committed suicide years ago. Did he? And he was talking about Freddy mm-hmm. and how he had been seeing him in his dreams. Well, I'll just cut to the chase. Will saw... Lori's dad kill Lori's mom or so he thinks
1: yeah and then the dad had him committed
0: the dad's a doctor so that's why he could like pull the strings and get him committed I guess so sure (laughs) this guy's clearly crazy yeah so there's the news is on at the uh psychiatric hospital and they see that there was a killing at the elm street house because oh that's where oh, yeah Lori that's lives, where Lori way lives way. now <laughs> that's important <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she that lives in the elm street house <laughs> yep so uh and he's like oh yeah. turn that on oh, yeah, turn it up and the
1: guy the doctor's like nope and just shuts it off and he's like you asshole yep.
0: what an asshole But, uh, Will and Mark then, uh, devise a plan to escape and they get out really easily. (laughs) Yes. Mark like sticks his ass cheeks up against a fucking glass window and just
1: like smearing his butt on and he fucking farts.
0: Yeah. He starts acting like a baboon. And he goes, (laughs) but yeah, he swipes the the guy's keys from him. Yep. And, uh, they get out and they go to the school. (laughs) Where all the kids are at now. It's like <laughs> the next day. This kid just got murdered. These two kids just got murdered. The dad's head fell off. Everybody's back stuff, at school though.
1: Business as usual. Back at school.
0: And they're like joking, and they're like, "We're having a party this tonight out in the cornfield." <laughs> got to follow the B A U process. And everyone <laughs> go back to what you were doing. <laughs> Business as usual, and they all do, and they're like cracking jokes already like it's crazy and the one girl gib her boyfriend's dead now i know he was an asshole but her boyfriend's dead and she's even she even says like my boyfriend just died and then something happens and she's all hey,
3: hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so
3: yeah dude this dumb. scene is
1: sillier than a clown's dick because they're all just nope. hanging out and uh like one of the girls is like oh i had a dream last night and there was a a nursery rhyme it was like
2: one, One two. two,
1: and then the, uh, like the Mark guy Mark. pops out and he goes, Freddy's coming for you or something like that. And he's like, and he, everybody in the hall stops.
2: Yeah. It's dude, like dude, this
1: I line heard? that he says, it cracked me up in 2003 and it cracks me up today. He goes, <laughs> when they say like, Freddie's coming for me, coming for you. He goes, you know why they sing that? Because that's when he comes for you.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, is that what that means? He's coming for you And then he comes for you I'm, Okay, so Damien, Shannon, Mark Swift I'm sure you're nice guys Maybe you didn't write this That line of dialogue But maybe you did You got credit So I'm gonna blame you oh. You guys were This was the best version of the script <laughs> Like this was the best version Of Freddy versus Jason oh. This is what we get Oh, come Dude, on. so funny So then they're like um, Hey, there's gonna be this rave tonight Out in this uh, cornfield. In cornfield You got this Jason Mewes Looking motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and uh he's passing out flyers and stuff and so they all go out to this cornfield oh will will reunites with monica keenan oh yeah and she's
1: like oh i've missed you blah 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 and she passes out yeah and i think around this time too mark like starts talking about how he thinks that the, they the town has basically suppressed freddie to take away his power and then mark's like but you just told all those people in the hallway about freddie and mark's like oh, fuck yeah i did didn't yeah. i whoopsie
0: He's like, what if I started it over again? And then we find out about Mark's brother and how he killed himself. And then um, Mark, I don't know. Why doesn't he go to the rave with Will? Yeah, I don't know. And how does he just go home? Where's his parents?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's just he like, go? mom,
0: dad, I'm home from the psychiatric hospital. They <laughs> like, Get
1: let your me ass out. back
2: there. You're crazy, remember? <laughs> You're fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs.
0: Yeah. But he's at home. And he gives Will his keys to his van. He's like, this is my brother's pride and joy van. It's like, what the (laughs) fuck? So I don't know all this fucking stuff. So they go to uh, the rave. He goes to the rave and he meets up with Lori.
1: Yeah. And then Jay and Silent Bob are there.
0: Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob are there. Uh, Meanwhile, Gib goes out to the field and she's like drunk and she passes out. Oh, yeah. And like some dude comes up, starts feeling her up starts raping her pretty much but she's having a dream that freddie is after her yeah this guy's on top of her in the real world and freddie's like on top of her kind of in the the dream dream world world. and right as he's about ready to kill uh gib in the dream uh she dies in real life because jason's there and he stabs both of them
1: (laughs) he shish kebabs them
0: yeah the rapist and her and Freddy
1: sees her die in the dream world, he's like,
0: "No, she's mine." mine." So this is when Freddy gets all pissed off, and he's like, "I gotta handle this Jason problem. (laughs) He's created a monster." Yep. So then Jason goes, and he kills some jocks, and he gets lit on fire, and he goes walking through the uh, (laughs) forest, all lit on fire. Not the forest. Oh yeah, it was a
1: fucking uh, Silent Bob. uh, Horatio Sands, (laughs) thirty-year-old Silent Bob teenager. Like, yeah. throws, like, uh, every clear on Everclear. him and catches on fire. He's like, brr,
2: motherfucker,
0: yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then, this is when he really does shish kebab, this guy, because he grabs, like, a harpoon. Not a harpoon, a, but, like, a... It's
1: like a machete or something, you. right? Doesn't he, like,
0: throw it like a javelin? Oh, yeah, maybe it is the machete, but it's on fire. And yeah. It just goes right through him. Um, but he starts killing a bunch of people. Blood goes everywhere. It's a pretty gruesome, like, fucking uh yes and i do like this like after he kills a guy jason just starts mowing
1: down fools like yep just killing people left and right and everyone at cornfield's like
0: oh shit yeah so then you got the nerdy kid whose name um i don't remember Freeberg, uh charlie charlie oh freeberg is the freeberg is uh jay jason muse yeah yeah charlie is the nerd and he's got the hots for Lori, but the Lori likes will so then that kia kelly rollins steps in and she's like Always making fun of Charlie, but they have kind of like this love-hate relationship. It's so stupid because also, mind you, that their friend is dead. They saw their friend Gib is dead in the field and they saw her and they're like, oh, she's dead. We're... All right, let's go. Let's, let's... trade some barbs. <laughs> so they all escape. Yeah, and they get that
1: shag carpet van.
0: And um, they're like, let's call the cops. Fuck that. We're not calling the cops. We handle this <laughs> <What>? ourselves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, good. Take
0: me home.
1: Oh, yeah, and Will tells uh, uh, Lori, he's like, hey, I, FYI, I saw your dad kill your mom.
0: Well, good night. And then, and then her dad shows up, and he's like, get in the house. And she's like, did you kill mom? Daddy, what, <laughs> goes, what happened to mom? No yeah, lies. he's like, I'm not going to tell you. We'll talk in the morning. Take these pills. <laughs> no. She, she sneaks out. Will's waiting for her. And her dad's like, Lori, <laughs> Lori. He's a fucking twat. Come to find out it wasn't it, it the dad really didn't kill it was Freddy. Yeah. And Freddy even says later on he's like I always hated the bitches who lived in this house, which I thought was kind of a cool line. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Cuz it's like, oh, that's kind of it's kind of funny. But um by the way, Freddy also says something 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 bitch, bitch all all throughout the movie. Lots of bitch lines. And it's like it was the reason why it was funny in uh, Nightmare Three is because it was a improvised, but B it was like the only time he's the first time. Yeah, when he says it like all the time, he's like, "Welcome to my world, bitch." yeah welcome to my world bitch and then and then the tag to that is the very last like pretty much line of the movie she, she says, says it to, it to him.
2: him welcome to my, my world, world bitch, bitch. <laughs> it's like fuck
1: you <laughs> fuck all of you What if for was like you know what being on the other side of it that really
0: hurts <laughs> it's, it's not a, very nice no it's not it's very derogatory uh, so i just ruined i ruined the ending but whatever <laughs> i don't give a fuck a bunch of shit
1: happens, okay? Oh, so this, this is, is what where hap- Mark has the dream about Farkas in the bathtub.
0: Yeah, so Farkas kills himself and Mark sees it, but it's really Freddy. Yeah. And he's dreaming, and then he comes out and he starts killing Mark. And uh, Will and Lori see this from outside the window. It's kind of like um, Nightmare One, almost, yes. where they Kind of Tina like? Yeah, kind of. of um
1: they just seem kind of flailing around the room and like scratches appearing on his face and like oh shit and he's like help me and i was like is he awake yeah. is he talking in his sleep his <laughs> eyes are open i'm very confused <laughs> but it's not uh, gonna matter soon because they kill uh freddie kills him this is freddie's first kill by the way yeah and the whole yeah, in the he's movie. finally
0: strong enough yeah and he types so he,
1: Freddy's back, to which I was like, does he mean he's returned? Or is like, because he writes ba- it on his back.
0: On his back, yeah. So is it, does it belong to him? Is this Freddy's back now? Is he claiming it? Because it is F-R-E-D-D-Y apostrophe S. So that could be possessive, right? Yes, yeah, so is this Freddy's back? Because it looks like our friend Mark. And
4: he's, he's like, like, God damn it, no. back!
0: I owe this back now. Listen, bitch.
2: <laughs> Freddy's back, bitch. I've returned. Don't you understand?
0: To write <laughs> <laughs> return would have taken too many letters. <laughs> Uh I'm not that strong yet. <laughs> so they they decide that they need hypnosil and they all gather at this clubhouse. <laughs> I think it's the stoner's house. They're all in his basement. And then so. even the deputy, the guy from Dead Man on Campus, he shows up and he's like, I'm on your side, kids. Oh yeah, truth. Hide the weed. Sort of sticking it up his ass. He's like, No, 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 there's no need for that. I'm, I'm a friend. Did you ever get busted by the cops for anything no. like underage drinking or anything?
1: Uh, no. The only time I ever got busted by a cop was for like making out like a, uh, like a makeout place once I, uh, but they were just like, get out of here, you little scamp.
0: I was, I had an apartment, but I was under 21 and I had a bunch of my friends over who were also under 21 and we were drinking and we had the, the door open cause we were probably smoking cigarettes too and just kind of whatever and being loud. And the cops all of a sudden were at the door and they're like. <laughs> We got a call about a noise complaint and i was like oh shit and they go it's actually not for your apartment it's for another apartment but why don't you guys just hang out right here real quick we'll be right back and i was like oh fuck so i start dumping the alcohol out <laughs> in the sink and the cop comes back and he and he walks in he goes whoa 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 whoa! what are you doing and i go i'm dumping this he goes don't waste good alcohol just keep your door shut boys <laughs> i was like oh, oh that's okay. awesome
3: <laughs>
1: dude that's awesome that's like yeah. did i ever tell the story about the time where uh, i got pulled over for speeding and this is back when i had my chevelle and when mm-hmm. the cop pulled me over he was like you're going kind of fast back there and i was like oh i'm sorry officer uh and he's like uh pop the hood and i was like what and he's like yeah pop the hood and i was like okay and like he like gets his flashlight he's like oh man no ac huh that's got to be tough in the summer and I was like yeah it is and he's like well i basically just wanted to look at your car uh it's pretty cool <laughs> Don't
0: drive so fast. And he just left. I was like, huh. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, sometimes, every once in a while, the cops can be kind of cool. Yeah, I still shit my pants, though. Oh,
1: yeah. But uh, the deputy guy that you mentioned, he thinks that there's yeah. a copycat killer that it's copying Jason Voorhees. And they're like, no, no, it's this other guy.
0: Yeah, meanwhile, Charlie's like, I think it's Jason Voorhees. And I think, and they come up with this theory, and they're right. Like, their theory is correct. <laughs> like it's, they're like, Freddy's using Jason so he can get more powerful and come back to the real world and get us in our dreams. But then Freddy's not going to like it, and he's going to come back and try to kill Jason. And then Jason's <laughs> going to bring him out of there. They like so the what we plot. need to do is we need to put Jason to sleep. I'll go to sleep,
1: too. I'll pull Freddy into the real world, and then Jason can kill him, and we'll take Jason back to Crystal Lake where he belongs. It's almost too easy. And then easy. they'll
0: fight. <laughs> then, then Jesus will <laughs> chop off Freddie's head, and I'll say, welcome to my world, bitch. <laughs> yes. And some of you guys are going to die, all right? I'm not going to sugarcoat this. <laughs> Several of you probably are going to die. In fact, die. all of you except for me and Will, because we're the stars. Yep. <laughs> um yeah so they pretty much explain the whole rest of the plot here uh one thing that i don't like david and i haven't liked this in a lot of uh, the nightmare movies with the exception of the first one and maybe the third one it's like it's always the same thing
1: pull it's jason into like, the, or uh Freddy yeah, into the real world uh,
0: yeah it's like oh we can pull him into the real world and that's how we can get rid of him yeah he loses all of his powers he's just a man in the real world it's like no shit that's how you do it every fucking movie <laughs> yeah even yeah, in there's this no movie. exception They're going to try to get the hypnosil so they don't have any dreams, so they don't have to worry about Freddy coming after them, and they're going to run away. So they go down to the hospital to get the hypnosil. They find out that there's a bunch of kids in comas.
1: Yeah, and that the dad knows about it. Like, these are the ones that, like, weren't behaving or something.
0: Yeah. The stoner kid, the J. Muse kid, he becomes possessed by Freddy.
1: Yeah, he gets, like, clam-baked by a really awful CG (sighs) Freddy caterpillar. Like, yeah. blows, like, smoke in his face. And he's like,
0: what And
1: then crawls into crawls his, mouth, his mouth. Crawls down his mouth. And possesses him. He dumps all the hypnocell like, down the sink.
0: Yep, so they don't have any. And then he creates, gets a tranquilizer, and he's going to, as Freddy, he's going to tranquilize Jason, cause Cause he's, Jason. He's
1: fed up with uh, Jason's antics
0: yep so he can put jason to sleep so then he can kill jason in the dream world and so that's what happens so he puts jason to sleep and then uh but not before jason kills the stoner by cutting him in half (laughs) oh yeah and doesn't he also kill the
1: deputy guy he electrocutes him kills the deputy yeah
0: kills the deputy too so now we just got we got the nerd uh kelly roland laurie and will they're the only ones left yeah Jason goes to sleep and in the dream. And then so while he's asleep, they're like, let's take his body and we'll bring him back to Christmas. Christopher like they do exactly what, what David belongs. said because Lori goes, oh, I can grab him in the dream world and bring him out. And then they can fight in the real yeah, world. Yeah, and they basically
1: say, and this is kind of funny, uh, like the Freddy's worse. Like he's the worst of the two. Worst case scenario, Jason kills Freddy. And then Jason escapes and he kills people in Crystal Lake, but we don't live in Crystal Lake. That's they can deal with that. That's not our problem. We'll go back yeah. to Springwood. All as yep. well.
0: So they, well, Jason is out, they're still tranking him this entire time, right? Yeah, they're and Jason and
1: uh, Freddy are like in the dream world, kind of fighting. And they're it fighting.
0: Out. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a second. But then uh, they, so they pop Jason into the van and they're driving off to Crystal Lake meanwhile in the dream world there's a fight now something that was said earlier on which i fucking hated but they use this in the movie and i don't get it i think laurie goes yeah laurie goes jason died by water and freddie by fire how How can can we we use that that? and then we find out that jason is afraid of water but he isn't (laughs) he is not he's a hell of a swimmer he swam all the way to Manhattan. He's always in water. Yes. Every movie, he's in water. Yeah, never, not once. In every fucking movie, he goes in water. Maybe with the exception being part two, but in every other movie, he goes in the water. And not once is he like, "Oh, oh God, I can't get no, to cold. Oh my balls." <laughs> yeah, uh, it's because it's shrinkage. My it was penis really cold. small, very small. <laughs> sure, it was Jason. Right, right. <laughs> it's like ninety-eight degrees outside. Well, <laughs> still though. <laughs> it's like you got a raisin dick <laughs> that's what happens when you're dead <laughs> all right whatever uh, raisin shriveled dick. up
1: little uh fucking cheeto
0: yeah in the dream world freddie realizes that jason's afraid of water and the water like makes him cower because he remembers when he was a little boy and he drowned that's the other thing too he was 12 when he drowned i didn't think he was that old i thought he was like a six-year-old hmm. or some shit when he drowned but whatever, whatever. Anyway, he was getting picked on at the camp and he gets pushed in the water. But I don't remember that story being established either. I thought he was just out there swimming unsupervised. And the counselors that should have been watching were off fucking.
1: Yeah, like literally, like broad daylight banging.
0: (laughs) But like in the the original movie, I think it was like, you know, he wasn't a good swimmer. Yeah, they just weren't paying attention. Yeah, they just weren't paying attention. They were off doing something else. It wasn't that he was getting picked on and got thrown into the lake. I don't remember that story I know, ever I don't being remember. established. It's been a while. They retcon some shit, I'm sure. But that's what he's dreaming when when uh, Lori shows up. Yeah,
1: because Lori goes in and she sees this. And she's like, oh, And she's okay. like,
0: gonna help him. And she's like, Jason. And she goes to grab him to bring him up. And she sees his face and she's like, oh. <laughs> God damn, you're ugly. She's <laughs> like, Fuck. <laughs> that's hey, much ugly. Says. <laughs> he's
1: like, why is everyone
0: so then, mean to me? <laughs> and then Freddie comes out and she's like,
2: ah.
0: Um, right then... Jason, the tranquilizer, wear off. Now, there is this pretty kind of cool gag where they're going to give mouth-to-mouth to Jason. And oh, they yeah, have Kelly Rowland does to give
1: him, yeah.
0: She to goes mouth. to give him mouth-to-mouth, but right before she does, because he's drowning yeah. in, the, in the real world. But right before she does, the tranquilizer wears off, and Jason wakes up. Uh-oh. He flips that van real nice. Yep. And then um, they're at Crystal Lake. And then in the dream world, Lori grabs Freddie. And she finally does wake up. Pulls him And this in. is where he says, this is where he says to her, welcome to my world, bitch. And they're like fighting. He's going to kill her. But then she pulls him into the real world. And now we get the big battle. Ooh, the epic showdown. There was a mini battle earlier on in the dream world. There was you a You know Freddy battle. treats him like a pinball machine? Yeah. He's like banging just, him around. He goes, oh, tilt. tilt. Fucking dumb. <laughs> um, now we're in the real world. And this is where Jason kind of has the upper hand. Yep. Even though Freddy still puts up a pretty good fight. Charlie gets thrown against the wall and he gets impaled on something. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And He kind of bleeds out.
0: Yeah. He kind of like slowly bleeds out. And Kelly Rowland takes him off to the woods. She's like, I'm going to go get help. And he's like, yeah, I'll just wait here. I'll be fine. And then he just dies. Yep. She goes off. And then Will and Lori are just watching this. And Will's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And for some reason, he goes on a boat like an idiot, but he go, they go down to the water. It's like, just go back, go back the way you came, dude. <laughs> She's afraid of water. You can come <laughs> oh, out here. We can use that. So they're down by the dock and then um, Jason and Freddie are fighting and Freddie like knocks out Jason through a series of events. He like traps him somehow, like under a bunch of like boulder, a bunch of like uh, construction equipment because apparently the crystal lake is under construction. Freddie's going to attack Will and Laurie. But then Kelly Rollins like, hey, Freddie, you ugly, burnt fuck. Come <laughs> over here. And then this is where there's some lines. Oh, my which God. Would not be acceptable. It's like a double like, cringe. Like Robert England gets one and then she
1: gets one. Freddie goes,
0: oh, how sweet. Dark meat.
1: Owie. It's like, what? Yikes. <laughs> Robert England was like, hey, this sounds <laughs> kind of racist. Can we maybe <laughs> cut this or go with something else? they're Like, they're like no. no, it's perfect. He's like, Shit. how much am I getting paid? All right, <laughs> all right, I'll say it. And then she's like, well, can I one up that if he's gonna play the? <laughs> he's gonna, go gonna say there, something I, about
2: being black. Can I talk about his uh, sexual? <laughs> can I say something homophobic?
1: Yeah, something. have at it.
0: Yeah, and then she says the f word, the the wrong f word to say, and um, talking about what he's wearing, like and his, his Christmas, Christmas sweater. Season yeah he's got these long nails and he's like like you're not very scary yeah how he's got a little dick and Jason's got a big old fucking hog (laughs) and meanwhile she says all this stuff and then Freddy's like starts smiling and he like points behind her and she looks and Jason's right there and Jason just swings at her once (laughs) and she goes flying and she shot with the machete and she goes flying into a tree very much dead at at about 78 miles per (laughs) hour yeah a lot of power (laughs) So they kill her, um, or he kills her, and then they start fighting again. They go down to the dock and they start fighting.
1: Oh, yeah, and Freddy's like chopping off, like there's like oxygen tanks or something like that, and Freddy's like snipping off the ends with his blades and basically turning him into torpedoes, shooting him at Jason. Yep.
0: They end up down at the dock, and Freddy chops off some of Jason's fingers. Uh, Jason rips off Freddy's rips his fucking arm. Off. arm. <laughs> yeah. And then and- they both end up uh, getting blown up. Yeah, because and then Freddy,
1: like, machetes Jason, like, in the heart.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Laurie and Will uh, dump gasoline on a big bunch of propane tanks and uh, down on the dock, and the whole thing blows up. Yeah. And then they're down at the dock for some reason. I don't remember what. Oh, yeah, and then, Lori
1: and Will are, yeah, they're kind of huddled up at the dock, and then we see, like, feet, like, and we hear, like, yep. stomping approaching and we see a machete hanging. It's like, yep. uh-oh.
0: And it's Freddy.
1: Which I actually thought was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, because it, it makes really set hit. that up
1: to be Jason.
0: And it's Freddy, and Freddy's going to stab them with his good arm. He doesn't have his gloved arm anymore, so he's going to stab him with the machete. And then from behind, his gloved hand just comes through his chest, and it's Jason who has his arm, and he's using Freddy's own arm to stab Freddy through the chest, and he kills him.
1: Which, that was kind of cool, because Freddy basically, he doesn't kill him, but I mean, like, he uses uh jason's weapon on him and stabs him in the heart with a machete and then freddie gets yep. the glove through the chest which uh, that was kind of cool
0: and then freddie like kills jason and he's still alive and this is where laurie grabs the machete and she says welcome, welcome to, to my world bitch and she chops off freddie's head with the machete he, yeah. boom with the machete and they they're both in the water dead
1: yep they sink the davy jones locker
0: and then David, or David, then David shows up. Hey, hey how's going, no. I'm in this movie now.
3: <laughs> Five heads.
0: Uh, Lori and will leave, like everybody does after these movies. They're just like, well, well our work here is done. <laughs> back to school. <laughs> Can we? It's a Wednesday after all. <laughs> yeah, I got a big test in the morning, yep, and I have not studied yet. Will's like, and they're going to be wanting me back at the mental hospital. <laughs> The next morning, Jason emerges from the water. Oh my god! And he's holding his machete, and he's got Freddy's severed head, and he's like palming it. And mm-hmm. he comes like out a basketball. Like a basketball. And then Freddy looks at the camera, and he gives a wink, and he goes, "Ha ha ha ha." The end. <laughs> and by the way, the guy who played Jason uh, when he comes out of the water. Oh on that yeah, scene, yeah, it's Doug Tate. It's uh, Doug Tate. Yeah, yeah, for Ooh. that scene,
1: because they shot that Ooh. after the fact.
0: Yeah, who you've met, Doug Tate, right?
1: No, but I am going to meet him like in a couple of weeks. He's going to be at a uh, Mad Monster Party, Arizona. Did you have him sign your mask? No, so I'm going to give him on. I'll get him on my Jason mask while I'm there. Yeah, and I'm also I going to have, have him sign my Michael Myers mask and yeah, maybe he my, my Freddy Michael- vs. Jason poster, but probably not.
0: Yeah, because
1: so I think I want to keep that poster clean and just have Robert England and Ken Kurzinger.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Those are the only two you need. On exactly. Because it's Freddy versus Jason.
1: Yeah, and on my poster, Ken Kersinger, like made a little bubble coming out of his mouth like he's talking shit to Freddy. And I was going to yeah. probably have Robert England do the same thing and then call it a day with that poster.
0: Yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah. All right. David? Yes, Brett. What are your thoughts on this movie?
1: <laughs> you know, I had to th- kind of look back at how I rated some of the other movies because this is not a good movie. But... It's not the worst. Um, And to be honest, it's probably not even near the bottom for me. Like, if you took both franchises and kind of smushed them together, I think you'll find far worse entries in both. Um, And maybe I'll even pull up what the ratings uh, were. But um, you kind of said it at the beginning, and I agree. The problem, the big problem with this movie, there's a few. Like, the writing is suspect. It doesn't work as a Jason movie, and it doesn't really work as a Freddy movie. Um, Mm. Particularly Freddy we don't really get any cool dream sequence type kills in this movie. Like Jason gets some decent moments, like when he's killing people in the cornfield and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I said earlier, like we don't get our first Freddy kill until like probably past the halfway point of the movie. So I just wish there were more kills and more creative kills. Like all the kills in this one are all pretty standard, just like death by machete type stuff. Yeah. Um, Mm there's some humor. Most of it doesn't work. Like most of the jokes don't really don't really land. There's some decent like the kills that are in it. There's some decent gore and blood and stuff. It's just you called it like this movie has kind of an identity crisis. It doesn't really know what it is and it doesn't really succeed at anything. And it doesn't really fail either. It just kind of is in this weird no man's land.
0: Yeah, it just exists in the ether of horror films.
1: So would I recommend it? I am going to give it a slight recommendation because I do think if you're a fan of both franchises, it's definitely worth seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's better entries in both franchises. So I'm going to go – I'm going to give a generous two and a half on this one. (sighs)
2: Whoa. Yikes! I was kind of between a two
1: and a two and a half, but I do think you know two and a half is kind of always where we're where we've been with like the see it. So I'm going to give it a see it, but a barely.
0: So you gave the original Friday the Thirteenth two and a half. Yeah. You gave the remake two and a half. You gave part two a three, part three three and a half, part four three and a half, part five one and a half, part six three and a half, part seven one and a half, and part eight one. And Jason X, you gave one and a half.
1: Yeah, and like you said, I gave uh, the original Friday the 13th, which I don't think is that great of a movie. Uh, and the uh, the remake, I think, uh, a lot of people shit on that one. I think it's just as good as the original. Um, I'd put it on par yeah. with those.
0: I'm going to go lower than that. I thought you might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie, I mean, everything you said. Uh, this movie, also also one thing that I found is that I was bored. It takes a little time to get rolling. It does, and they're trying to cram so much story into there. And particularly, like I said,
1: with the Freddy stuff, it's like, oh, I'm not strong enough yet. Oh, I guess i got to let Jason have some more fun. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha
0: yeah and it's like oh god just cheeseball yeah. you know how some movies are timeless like you can watch like uh, evil dead 2 and you're like yeah that movie could be made today maybe the the technology is a little bit different but that movie is is timeless yeah this one's dated this movie is not what's the opposite of timeless yeah <laughs> dated this <laughs> movie this movie is dated because uh that movie exists in 2003 it's very 2003 the right. clothes the music the 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 verb the language that they use the right. when they call stuff gay or whatever it's like oh we don't talk like that e- now right. it's a little cringy uh it wasn't cool back then yeah and it's definitely not cool now and i'm not gonna fault it for that because that was in the vernacular. It was a different time, but it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right, right, but I'm not gonna fault it for that, but I will fault it for the fact that it's just boring. And uh, although there are kills at the beginning, it does take a while to get to the meat of the story. And the story is shitty. Right. The story's kind of bullshit. It's like, I, I don't know. It's all over the place. And for and the writing is just really bad. The dialogue is really bad. And the acting, oh my gosh, like nothing against this Monica Kena. Or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, she, she just, was
1: all right, but to me, it comes back to the writing.
0: Like all right, it's just she, she's all right, but she has those moments, like in the hallway, where she's like, and
2: then the music was playing, and I saw this guy with nails, and he says, "One, two, Freddy's coming for
0: you." And then, like you said, that guy comes up, and he's like, three, four, better lock your door." You know? <laughs> that's it's like,
2: what they say when he comes for you. <laughs> you know why they say he's coming for you? Because that's what they say when
0: he's coming for you. So everybody stupid. just looks at each other. I almost felt like it was a spoof too, uh. like. Like you ever see like um not another teen movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just watched Varsity Blues the other day also. It was like very Varsity Blues, very Dawson's Creek, very like <sighs> Yes, like the movie's this, trying
1: to be clever and hip, but it it just isn't. It's not. Like, no. This it's is not, not a Kevin Williamson uh, type script.
0: No. But it wants to and, be. And they try to like use certain things. Like I said that J character is totally Oh my god. supposed to be J Muse. Yes. Like You know they're just trying to cram so many stereotypes and tropes into this, and it just doesn't work. Right? It's not creative enough. That being said, yes, it's not the worst one. The worst one is Part Eight, and Part Eight, I think I gave half a head to. Jason goes to hell. Um, I gave uh, Jason goes to hell a a one, maybe. I gave that a one. I'm. (sighs) When I give Jason X. I give Jason X a one and a half, I think. Yeah, I'll go one and a half. One and a half? Okay,
1: I think that's fair, because I, like I said, I was between a two and a two and a half, so that's a two overall.
0: I give it a one and a half, and I think that for me, would I recommend it if you've seen every other fucking movie and you're like, I just want to see another Jason movie? Then this is one of them. This, I would say this exists, but I would rather you go watch Never Hike Alone, so it's kind oh, of abso- like... absolutely. <laughs> Never hike alone. Never hike in the snow. The 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 those movies. There's going to be a second one coming very yeah. soon. Go check out those movies. Uh, go on YouTube. Just type in never type never hike alone. We've been fans of that movie since we started this podcast. We've supported. We've backed that movie on. Um, oh uh, got kickstarter and
1: kickstarter and indiegogo, kickstarter and, indiegogo stuff, yeah.
0: and we've gotten you know vhs or not vhs uh, blu-rays and pins and all sorts of stuff for backing them so i think that their movies are better versions of of uh jason
1: 100 percent.
0: as far as freddy movies go you know there's there's worse freddy movies than this also there are but whatever I mean, (laughs) watch it don't watch it what do i give a shit exactly do whatever Whatever you want you do you you do you but we're gonna give it a two overall i think that's fair david yes brett we're coming towards the end Mm. here stay Stay strong (laughs) (laughs) it's been a fun five years it has been man it went by fast you and i will still be friends and we'll still be talking to each other so the only thing is is that we won't be hitting record when we do it more than likely um and if we do it'll be a uh, fewer and further between than they have been. I mean every week for 250 weeks. That's a long that's, run. I, that's a Guinness World Record, I believe. <laughs> I believe
2: we set a Guinness Record.
0: And uh we don't get paid for this. We do uh, not. We don't have any sponsors, we don't get any donations, there's no, no commercials. Patreon, there's no commercials, there's no nothing. Maybe that's good, maybe that's bad. Maybe people are like, well no shit, nobody's going to pay you for this bullshit. <laughs> it's about time you guys go up there. Why are you listening? You
1: assholes that always talk shit about us. <laughs> Who will miss dearly.
0: Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we had a couple of, of voicemails come through. We uh, did. So yeah. if you want, if you want to play those.
1: For sure. And we also got some messages, I think through like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. I'm not going to read all that stuff. And no, some emails, I'm not going to but...
0: read those uh, as well, but uh, we did get some messages. Um, I just this week, someone was like, <laughs> they just realized
2: <laughs> they're like, wait a second. <laughs> oh yeah. I saw are, that. Like, oh you, shit. I'm behind like, on episodes i was
0: like yeah and they're like oh okay uh yeah so we'll still be here though uh before you play those um i did want to tell people uh we have personal accounts you can still follow the swearwolves on all things we'll still post on those but we do have personal accounts you can follow me on instagram at brett b-r-e-t b-m-f as bad motherfucker (laughs) and uh david your handle
1: i have to look it up because i don't know what it is hold on
0: i think on instagram it's 30 fathom dave oh
1: yeah it is it's three zero f-a-t-h-o-m-d-a-v-e all one word squished
0: together yeah and i think on uh twitter it's swearwolf david i think that is correct yes because i was swearwolf brett
1: i'm very complicated apparently
0: (laughs) I was Swearwolf Brett for a long time, and now I'm not because I don't go on Twitter because Elon <laughs> Musk is a fuck.
1: But yeah, Twitter, Swearwolf uh, David.
0: Yep. So find us there. Okay, go ahead.
1: All right. First voicemail is from our old friend Jersey Mike, and he had this to say.
4: This is the last fucking time I call you guys. Oh, Hey. Hey. Well, listen, I think I speak for all the fans. We're going to miss you guys. We love you. Thank you for being real friends. Um, I'm gonna see Jersey Bred at some cons coming up. Unfortunately, um, also we do like a group text. I don't know if everybody knows. And me and David send each other pictures of our creep show pajamas. So like we're real friends. Anyway, uh, I want to leave you and the listeners with a piece of advice from one of your probably the best co-hosts, at least best looking, me. Um, who needs Halloween when you got Uncle Sam? Love you.
1: he's right uh we both do have creep show uh pajama pants and occasionally we will send each other photos of of our pants (laughs) i'm
0: not i'm not on that 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 chain but uh (laughs) yeah special one that's in a hidden tab (laughs) yeah mike and david and i do have a group group tag and it's usually him going have you guys ever seen this shitty movie and i was going nope (laughs) he's like it's really good
1: actually it's not that good (laughs) And then it will text you like a month later. Actually, it's really good. Are you sure? No. You guys should review this movie. No, that's all right. No, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to keep living my life. <laughs> but I will be seeing him next month.
0: Nice. Uh, in August. I'm sorry. In August.
1: Oh, that'll be cool. Tell him I said hello. He
0: wants to take me to the the Blob Cafe oh, or wow. whatever down in uh, Philadelphia, like where they filmed the Blob remake. Oh, that'd be cool. Remake. Neat. Yeah, I'll send a swatch
1: in my pants and you can give that to him as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. This next one is from our friend Christy in Georgia.
4: Hey, it's Christy from Georgia. Longtime listener, biggest fan. I just wanted to tell you guys that your podcast has really been one of my favorite things every week for the past four years. Um, when I joined Twitter, you guys found me, and then I found you. The very first podcast I ever listened to. Guys are a hoot, you know, always have a special place in my heart. Uh, David, I felt so special when you made that birthday video for me the first year. And the fact that you guys did two birthday episodes just for me touched my heart, too. Early in the pandemic, when you did the live YouTube that Friday night, it made me feel more normal than I had felt in a while. So I've, I will always be grateful for that, too. Um, and do you remember I was the very first winner of your very first giveaway? And I share my Swear wolf patch off proudly all the time. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to let you know that um, I'm going to miss all your poop elf talk and the way you say dip. I love you guys truly. I hope to meet you in person someday. Quick question. Will Alan be on the finale episode? If not, please tell him Christy from Georgia says hey.
1: Bye. Oh, thank you, Christy. um uh, Yeah, Alan. Obviously, uh, he's not here.
2: Uh, <laughs> he's just been sitting here quietly the whole episode. Hey, hey,
0: this is Alan. Oh, Wait,
2: hey, <laughs> waiting to chime in.
1: Uh, and honestly, it was more of a logistical thing. Uh, we've had a lot of technical difficulties lately, of uh, just with Brett and I getting stuff done. So um, this part, is the first episode that we haven't had a lot of technical difficulties. so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so you know, just logistically, it was going to be a bit of a challenge. And then the other thing, too, like Brett mentioned earlier, this probably isn't the end of the end. I, I, we'll probably be back in some form or fashion at some point. And I, I, I would love to have Alan on at some point in the future. So because the door is not 100% closed, uh, we just didn't think it was necessary to bring him on since this might not be like the end the end.
0: Yeah. Plus, Alan, Alan's always a werewolf. That's right. Right? Exactly.
1: All right, uh, last one. Uh, this is from a listener named Kyle.
4: Hey, fuckers, this is Kyle. Uh, listen, congratulations on 250 episodes. I, I rage quit for a while when you guys didn't like creep always, but I came crawling back. Um, anyway, I know David's a pinball hobby. We both own Halloween, and I'm the guy building the Friday the 13th game. Uh, maybe someday we can sit around and eat some enchiladas in an outhouse and, and uh, play a couple of games. Anyway, enjoy the break. Thanks for the laughs, and hopefully you guys will be back with more swearing. We'll see ya.
1: It's them damn enchiladas.
0: He's making a Friday the 13th pin? Dude,
1: yes. Uh, Yes. Is he on Pinside? He is on Pinside. His uh, handle is, uh, I'm sure he doesn't mind me saying, is Mudflaps.
0: Is he uh, documenting it on Pinside? He is. He's got a thread, and it's pretty badass. Uh, If I'm not
1: mistaken, and Kyle, I'm sorry if I'm screwing this up, uh, he's making it out of a World Cup soccer. Cool. I love that game, but he's got like a Pamela Voorhees head in the middle, and he's got like um, an LCD screen that's going to play clips from like the movies. He's got some of the actors doing voiceover work. Wow, it looks pretty involved. Like, uh, it's it's cool. Wow, yeah, and you'll probably get a chance to play it at some point too, because if I if I remember correctly, I think he's in Virginia, and I believe he was talking about once it's done, taking it to some shows in the Northeast. So you'll probably oh, get a chance go to, to, play to Allentown. It. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to take it there.
0: Well, if it goes to Allentown next year, I was there I was at the Allentown Pim Fest uh, this year. Uh, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so if he takes it there next year.
1: Dude, I'll and have to check also, it out. also a special shout out to uh, Kyle. Um, he helped me out once with my Halloween pinball machine. there was a code update, and I couldn't get it to work with my thumb oh, drive. Yeah. He's the guy. I think I told you about this Brett. like I reached out to him and I mailed him like my thumb <laughs> drive, or he mailed me his. Uh, he sent it to me yeah. in the mail, and then I updated my code and mailed it back to him and sent him some oh, wolf stickers and cool. stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm gonna check out that as soon as uh, as soon as I can because I would love to see his uh, Friday the Thirteenth pin. I th- I've always uh, dreamed of getting a Friday the Thirteenth, but that's yeah. like my, I guess, number two. Uh, uh, Pulp Fiction was my number one theme, and they they made one. Uh, now uh, Friday the Thirteenth will be. that
1: would be pretty like, cool, right? I remember when I like messaging him at one point, he he brought up like that he listens to the podcast, and I was like, <gasps> "You've heard of us." <laughs> we're so famous felt, felt so so important
3: <laughs>
0: um well thank you all for sharing your thoughts and, and anybody else who uh who reached out to us after learning that we're, we're taking this indefinite time off uh, again it's not goodbye it's just uh goodbye for now yeah exactly um and uh, we, we would love to hear from any and all of you as things come up. I know there's people that message us when they see various different cool things uh, online. Oh, you know what? They're coming out with another Friday the 13th video game. I saw that. Yeah. So whenever that happens, David and I will be playing.
1: Uh, absolutely. Join us. And, uh,
0: you can join us.
1: Yeah. And I'll still um, update our website with like our convention uh, appearances and comings and goings, so that'll all be updated, and then like our social media stuff will still be active. So we're not yeah. deleting or getting rid of any of that stuff. It's just so we'll be if around. you've
0: never done a podcast um, a weekly podcast, you don't know how hard it is, especially one where you have to like do stuff to prepare. (laughs) And when you're trying to juggle that with everything else that you're doing in life, uh, it it becomes more difficult. So, but thank you to all the listeners out there, everybody who's been with us since day one, uh, and people that are just finding if this is your first episode, well, hello, goodbye. Go back and listen to all the other ones. There's people that's li- listened to these episodes. I believe Eric has listened to every episode like eight times. That's at this amazing. Point. So um, I don't know if it's eight, but it's, it's, it's a lot. Than, it's more than three. I yeah. know that. Um, but uh, thank you all. And we'll see you at a convention soon. I would say, you know, how to contact us, but you don't need to contact us anymore. Just look us up on our socials. We already talked about all that stuff. And you can go to the I want to say, and it's, we say
1: it in like a, in every episode
0: yeah we say it at every episode so if you need any of it just go back and listen to the end of exactly last week's episode i'm not gonna say it again i'm i'm very tired <laughs> so uh that'll put us at uh, recording time it's been just about two hours david wow it's a long uh, one this was a long fucking episode i know
1: i still gotta edit this thing
0: have fun yeah
1: <laughs> but when this comes out that part will be done look at that <laughs> yeah
0: it's amazing so for the swearwolves i'm brett i'm david and